1: Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome back to 49 Unbeaten, the official Arsenal Battle Podcast. This is episode 25 and we are here to review Arsenal's 3-1 away win in the Europa League against Olympiacos. Good result on the whole, boys, isn't it? I think going into it, you sort of said, oh, it could be the bogey team, sort of history you might repeat itself. Uh, but we got there in the end, didn't we? But yes. it was, started well.
2: Very, very pleased. Yeah, I was I, I was quite shocked. I don't know. With the result, I was shocked because of the occasion. Because it was Archos, I was quite shocked. But yeah, very pleased with how we bounced back from their equaliser. Um, so yeah, very, very happy. Very good.
1: It was, a, it was a really interesting sort of start to the game. Sort of, we had a few chance, good chances, should have maybe scored a couple, um, at the post or the bar, I think it was. We had, and then sort of, you were worried it would turn into one of those games that we just didn't take our chances, like Burnley. Um, but we got, got the opener, Odegaard had a poor cool start to the game, but got us off to the decent start with a rocket of a goal down.
3: Yeah, it was. Um... I think the keeper could have done better. But you, you look at the actual... The hey, way my he,
1: man could have done better. <laughs> <laughs> the,
3: the, 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 mate, the power he struck the ball with, I don't know what the keeper was doing, but mm. he came out with some force. And I think for him especially, you could tell that after he scored the goal, he had, his confidence was up. And yeah. in the match report, I was writing on the game, I was saying about how I think along with Gabriel, he was the best player on the pitch purely because... He was the only one looking to take those risky passes, um, kind of try and element of risk to just, you know, high reward kind of thing. And I know Sabahs came on and tried the same thing. It didn't go very well. But um, I think Odegaard uh, looks very good and it's good to see that um, he's stepping up now and hopefully for the rest of the season he can do the same and then we'll see what the future holds for him.
1: Mm. There's been that debate, hasn't there, sort of Martin Kian's been quite anti-Odegaard. Um oh, yeah. And is is there a case that Odegaard, with current performances, deserves to be starting over Smith Rowe? Ben, or sort of does Smith Rowe earn his stripes to be involved regularly in the first team squad?
0: It's it's like a really really B tech Messi versus Ronaldo debate. Like, why why do we need like Let's not just pick one. Why don't Why don't we just have them both? Like they can start they can start different games yeah. when we need them differently. Like. Smith-Rowe, if he was fit, probably would have started that game because he's better in those tight spaces around the box. I think he's better moving the ball. We move the ball faster with him on the pitch. But Erdogan brings that little bit of, like, Ozil-esque quality. And, you know, he's always got that uh, Hollywood pass on him, even if he tries it a bit too much. Um, And I don't think it's a problem having two attackers that have different profiles with playing in the same position, especially when you can shift them out wide, if necessary, to you know allow the other to play. But, um what's it? As, as you
2: said, I sort of, I sort of understand where Martin Keown is coming from, how it may impact the development of Smith Rowe because he was playing so much and he was growing, you know, you know, so quickly. Yeah. But as you said, they're, they're two different players. You know, Smith Rowe better in more of a, you know, direct approach. You know, that drive that we may need in certain games. But Odegaard, as you said, mentioned the will sort of style of play to so hold it up slow it down a little bit when needs to and he said can, can play that killer pass and you know can open the game right up so I can understand where Keown's coming from and some Arsenal fans as well agree Um but you know it is sort of potentially you know slowing the development of Smith Rowe down but I, I, I think I, just, I don't think we need to really worry about you know Smith Rowe because Smith Rowe will still get game time and so yeah. you know so I don't think there's anything really to worry about but no very happy with Odegaard so far
0: It's also uh, worth uh, noting as well though that Smith Rowe has had injuries in the past, like he's not immune to injuries,
1: yeah, exactly. and he's not a player yeah. that
0: stays particularly injury free in the same way that Saka has so far in his career. Um, you know, we need you need to be able to rotate when you're playing games every three days. And if Arsenal fans are going to complain at the option of having a guard and Smith Rowe and then turn their noses up at William, uh, playing in the middle or signing Ericsson or risk on loan, then I don't really know what they want to be honest.
1: This- It's a a fortunate position to be in, to have two players of that quality in there, albeit Odi's in on loan. We don't know what's going to happen there. He seems to be loving it in North London, rightly so. Um, And you hope that maybe we could get him back in again next year or find him permanently, even if there's like a clause of buyback or something. Um, Once it went 1-0, I don't know about you, I sort of expected us almost to then kick on and sort of say, right, we've got one away goal, let's go and get more, and let's not settle just for one. And then, Ceballos.
0: Um, I'll tell you what, when when Arsenal arsenalled, <laughs> I did worry for you. We yeah.
3: did. It, it was on multiple occasions, though. We did it. Yeah, the David Louise. The louise, David 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 louise, louise And then there was... Oh, there was another one. Uh, Erdegaard, yeah. Yeah, Erdegaard just <laughs> passed it backwards, and like, for some reason, like in recent weeks and months, we've suddenly just started to old old habits have kind of come back yeah. to again. And you're like, need to be completely eradicated. But it's the same. It's the same old kind of so Bios, again. I I, I feel sorry for him if I'm being completely honest. Like yeah. he tried something that was very risky, and he had about three Olympiacos. It was it was a tactic they looked to employ. You could tell they sent mm. players in groups to try and. Stifle a particular individual as we played out from the back, and um, I think it's um, it was dangerous and we we lived dangerously. And on another day, that could have been it could have been a um, a, a defeat or a draw, but yeah, we did get a bit of luck with the goals as well. Mm-hmm. Like Odegaard's one and El one were both kind of freak goals. I think,
0: I think we, I think the problem stems from the goalkeeper. Yeah,
3: I think. Yeah, like,
0: I, about to mention, yeah, I was about to say it sort of brings flashbacks to the Pet Check days. You but know, he's sort of
2: that similar
3: sort. Of... Leonard being very obviously told to play that.
0: Yeah, sure, game. but but I think the problem is he seems to lack some game awareness, yeah. and I think he's always lacked game awareness. I mean, you look at the the misjudgment against Wolves. You look at I remember him flapping for crosses against Chelsea and making those errors there. Yeah. He seems
3: um, to more now, like coming to Cleveland
0: yeah. yeah, he is. Lost. But he is also, you know, he's still what, 27, 28? He's yeah.
3: 29 now. He's 29, he's 29
0: now. Jesus. But but he is he he he's still very prone to putting us into positions that we then lose the ball from because like the Xhaka one, for example, you're two minutes from half time. don't play it to your midfielder, running back towards his own goal with three burning players around him. Sure, Xhaka could do better, but you know, that's just basics. And then the Sabahos one as well. Sabahos has four players around him. Yeah. By that logic, there is going to be space elsewhere. And that's when you literally have to just go over the top. And I, I understand that if he's been told to play out from the back, he'll be thinking, I've got to play out from the back, I've got to play out from the back. But there's this is this is where I think it becomes, you've been taught it so much that you then have to use your discretion to choose not to use it at times. No. Because people, people are cutting onto it.
1: Yeah, I, I hate... I, I've always hated us playing out in the back because we've never had capable capable defenders of doing it. Got away with it against Chelsea Man City in the Cup uh, cup last year. But... it's Martinez. With Martinez.
3: We didn't get away with it. We That was perfect, Arteta Ball. That was... Even in Fulham at the start of the season, we, 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 we've shown moments when it works, and it works really well, and we're one of the best at it when it does work. But we also don't have the players to do it consistently. Yeah, we only have the players that can do it um, on occasions. And unfortunately, at the level we want to be, that's not good
1: enough. Yes. So because he did, it was, blame who you want. I sort of, mm-hmm. I don't want to credit Sabahs with the mistake, but he lost the ball and yeah, it was a risky pass, but a centre-field should, oh, I don't want to say do better because it was a bad position to be in, but there's that level of expectation Conceded 1-1, one, one, and at that point, I thought it was going to go downhill. I thought we'd lose confidence. We'd keep giving away silly balls, and we nearly got punished two minutes later. But we didn't. I think that's the important thing. And Changes came. Again, I was looking at them saying... Oh,
0: oh, then he came.
1: Elneny came on for part. I was like, part is going to be I. fine. Let's, let's be progressive. We need to score. And you bring on Mr. Sideways. It's just a bit disappointing. But he proved us wrong.
3: It's Mr yeah. Sideways Backwards or Top Right Hand Corner. It's one of the Hold yeah.
1: on. <laughs> he proved us wrong. And it was... He
3: only scores bangers. He only scores bangers. What was it? Yeah. um you seen it. What was it in the... Was it Dundalka? Dundalk? Dundalk, yeah. 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 This one, I think... Well, it was a
0: score from the halfway line in a friendly as well the start of the season. Oh, yeah, he <laughs> yeah, did, did he?
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, that was, as well. It's just like... El then he's, he only scores screamers, but I think he, um, it was good for him. And I think, I don't know about you guys, but as Arsenal fans, seeing the way the whole team celebrated that, yeah, year, yeah, it something to really kind of hold on to. You
1: can, see how so think, like, you can see how much it meant as well. They knew that was an important goal, yeah. and I think that that's going to what's kick him into gear for the derby and for next week because they yeah. know how big of a goal that is for our season.
2: I don't, I, I think, I don't think we actually realize how, how important that win actually was in terms of in terms of sunday yeah. you know it would have been a completely different atmosphere if we you know if we you know even if we drew that game even if we drew last night going into Middle on the on sunday we'll have a completely different attitude to the attitude that we'll have hopefully going into the game on sunday so but no yeah very uh, i don't know optimistic about sunday now i'm uh, quite excited
1: he's he We looked at this run of form, Uh, we we said this a couple of weeks ago, and we said Olympiacos must win, Burnley must win, Leicester must win, Benfica must win, Man City we sort of expected, and then Benfica must Like, there are games that we said would define our season, and so far, we've done well. I mean, Burnley should have won that game, it's just stupid mistakes. But we've, we've done reasonably OK. And we've we only lost to Man City. So keeping that momentum is going to be imperative, especially going into a derby. Hmm.
0: No, people, people who say that they can't see any progress under Arteta don't remember yeah. what it was like under Freddie, under the, the, the end of, or even middle of Unai Emery season. I remember conceding 26, goals to, uh, 26 shots to Watford. Yeah. It was just, it was appalling. And now we're 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 so much better and we've just got these stupid mistakes where we're giving up not even chances, we're giving up goals effectively because they're such good chances. And yeah. um, it's just if we iron those out, we'll be winning games, you know, one, two, nil. And at the end of the day, that's good enough. Instead of if you if you turn a draw into a win five times a season, that's another 10 points. You know, suddenly we're scrapping for top
1: top four, would it be? It's I mean, it was important win. When- Diabolo also scored. I think that was that's a brilliant header to get it from that angle and to loop it how he did. Uh, confidence for him as well, I think. He's been out of form, dislodged by Mary in the league. Um, and I think that was a really important goal for him because he started so well. And then I think he sort of suffered with COVID and he's not really recovered. I don't think, I think that's fair to say, he's not really, he's not been what we saw. He's
3: in not been the, the same game.
1: practice since. Yeah, since before he got it. Yeah, so it's good they've they've um we won the game. Uh, it's three one going into next week. Can we see us progressing now into the last eight, or is it sort of too early to jinx it?
2: I
0: mean, they need three goals away from home. Yeah, I'd, I'd
2: I'd I'd like to think that we are you know a one step through the door. I'd like to think that we're pretty much there. Instead, they've got a they've got Olympia's got a, t- a tough challenge. If they won't have any chance of you know not not even
0: not even one step through the door
3: we've gone through the door we're looking for somewhere to hang our coat up right now <laughs> <laughs> to get a straight even if they score two goals next week we will still go through they have to score three yeah. to take it to penalties if they were yeah
0: if they win three no they go through obviously if they, if they win three one it goes extra time on penalties if they start winning by anything more than
1: three goals then we're in trouble.
0: Yeah, Big trouble, yeah.
1: But if we can
0: see four, I think there's bigger questions to ask than, (laughs) you know.
3: At home as well. Yeah. yeah, thing can happen, the magic of the Europa League, and it's not going to be that next season, it's going to be the Conference League next season.
2: The Conference League. (laughs) We're we're, we're going through. Do you think that if if we do get through to the quarters, what are our chances of actually winning it, do you think?
1: Well, Man United are the favourites. So, and then it's Spurs, and then it's us, and then it's Milan. Two of those teams are definitely going out. One of those teams is definitely going out, sorry. Yeah. And then you've got to look. Ajax are up there. Yeah.
0: Granada, that's
1: doing that, I'm pretty sure. Villarreal, Unai Emory's your team. Yeah, Villarreal. Oh, my I God. Don't, I don't want to talk about it as if we're through, because we Una did this Emery. last year. Yeah, but- you know Emory
3: imagine oh my word They could uh, happen it could be it could be so cursed it could be Villarreal Man United Tottenham the route to the final yeah I mean that would be hey, impressive if, if we lose to Villarreal
0: in the final at least uh, at least Unai Emery has finally won a European trophy <laughs> again again
3: again
0: yeah I meant for us you know yeah <laughs> after back it's, it's his own revenge <laughs> yeah
1: yeah notice it's too early to talk about route to the final. We're not through yet. I think we, as as fans, we're like we're through. Let's focus on the derby. Then we'll see who we get. But I think you never know with Arsenal, do you? I mean, we thought we were through last year, one nil away goal going in at home, and then lost two one. It was
0: yeah, but but that 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 can't happen again for so many reasons. And we've also got to concede three. Yeah, we've got to concede three and not score at home. We've Mar- got Mar- to Mar- not Mar- score Mar- at home against Mar- a defence Mar- that Mar- contained Kenny Lala, who K- Kieran Tierney had on toast for all of yesterday.
3: Yeah.
0: And so- Socrates. It's,
3: yeah. It's, like, it's if favorite. you're not confident,
0: it's if you're not confident going we into we that come. game...
3: If we score an early goal, I reckon we'll be, we'll be safe.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: So, it's it's good. It's progress. Um, and it's players almost finding their form again. Sort of, Gabriel scored. That gives him the confidence. Elneny criticised for being sort of a boring player scored a great goal that should give him confidence it's and it's it's departing towards the right right direction and it's it's showing signs of improvement we've got through a round further than we did last year and I know we've gone from semi-finals to final to round of 32 but it's it's progress league-wise maybe not but uh, he's building something and we can see that he's building something um anything else on the game sort of any sort of stand-up moments players Bellerin Okay, oh, I feel okay.
0: like I feel like he gets an unfair rap both from from us and also from Arsenal Twitter more widely. And it's I think fun. it's only fair to recognise when he's been brilliant. You know, he's not. I don't think he's ever awful. Maybe bar maybe that Manchester City game where he was pretty bad. Yeah. Um. He's not as amazing as Kieran Tierney, that's for sure. But um. Hey, uh, yeah. Yesterday he was brilliant. Saved us a certain goal as well with that uh, deflection two minutes after we the last time.
1: Mm. So it was. It's good news. Um, so it's all good news. So we've got the derby coming up on Sunday. Um, we will be talking about that in our preview podcast. Um, but initial thoughts of there's just the momentum going into it. This surely brings momentum, even though we've got four hours back today. It's it's positive going into a game of this magnitude.
3: Yeah, you got yeah. to win. You got to win. And um, I think Arteta showed very clearly he's thinking. Of uh, the Derby in mind with that game mm. when he brought off Thomas Partey. Yeah. Obviously, Sabayos did what he did. Yeah. Uh, bringing off Partey, giving some rest, uh, bringing off Saka, bringing off Abameyang, and then giving people like Pepe some minutes. And I think Pepe, again, he's, he's looked good when he's come on. Um, yeah. I, I think it's a shame not to see Martinelli getting more minutes. And could we see him maybe go on loan next season? But um, I think, yeah, we've, we've got good momentum going into the Spurs game. But at the same time, they're just. Garaphel seems to be playing the form of his life at the moment, which isn't a good sign for us. And yeah, it, it could be interesting.
1: Yeah. Well, that is it for our Olympiakos first leg round of, thir- uh, round of 16 Europa League pre- uh, review. Um, and yeah, we're, we're in a good mood. It, it's a good result. Yeah. We're very happy. Thank you for watching, listening. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment, share everything. Let us know your thoughts. Uh, make sure to watch our last video on our YouTube channel because it's it's definitely caused some, some debates between between us <laughs> a lot a lot there. So um, thank you, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Sports Social Podcast Network.